Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. That, that's why uh, that's why I usually have Zach do this. But uh, anyways, hey, what's up, belly up, Brad? Thanks for jumping on. Obviously, you realize Zach's not here. No, it, we're sitting here. Zach, Zach's the one that usually it's a shit show when we start. Thanks for jumping on, anyways. But uh, but no, uh, yes, uh, I'm sitting here talking to Brad because Zach's the one that usually does this for me. Uh, gets this totally all done for you, man. No, you're fine. So so yeah, we're, I'm sitting here waiting for the video, and he's just like, "Yep, we're good to go." So, but anyways, uh, obviously, no Zach. I'm Mike, your host. What's up, Belly Up? Uh, a little different episode today because Zach is out uh, uh, shaking hands and kissing babies, thinking he's a big wig since his move to Tampa Bay. Um, but uh, I got Brad Chandler with me. Uh, 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 I would assume, are you, you, the, you the creating founder of Pensky Report? Pesky Report? Actually, I am. Uh, there you I go. Founded the Pesky Report back in March of 2021. And uh, we've gradually been growing with uh, members, uh, co-hosts, and people who, who have been helping behind the scenes uh, since. And uh, right now, I think we have probably our strongest uh, people uh, as a part of the uh, show. Absolutely, which is which is awesome. That's why, for one, um, you know, uh, if anybody tunes in, Zach's not a huge baseball guy. Uh, I, I'm not the biggest baseball guy, but I, but I grew up. I, I was a Tigers fan, uh, so I, I so I lived through that. We've had a little success up and down. Obviously, Zach is is a Tigers fan if he claims uh, baseball. So it, it, 
while Zach's not here, we're going to have a little baseball talk. We'll talk, we'll talk, or we'll touch on some other topics here, but, but uh, again, just kind of jumping into it, Brad, uh, we talked about uh pesky report and, and what, what you guys are going, but uh, really I wanted to get you on here again, talk baseball, but also talk about a little bit about what you guys do. Obviously uh, the name kind of gives it away. You guys are probably one of the, the probably the biggest one, of, or I said, probably one of the most up and coming uh, Boston shows. You guys have had some uh, relative success last year, really doing well this year. Um, so we'll talk, you know, specifically about your team, but what does your show, like how, how does your show work? Well, give us a little rundown. Say if we never saw your show, how, how does this work? So f- first and foremost, we, the pest report, we talk about the Boston Red Sox. Uh, got the name. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine about two years ago and he wanted me to start a, a Boston Red Sox podcast. And I told him, you know, I'd, I'd have to think about it, but if I was going to do so, I would name it the pesky report after the pesky pole, which was also named after Johnny Pesky. Yeah. And we decided in March, actually rewind a little bit. I was uh, working with a couple other uh, podcasts, baseball podcasts, and uh, it didn't work out, but like no hard feelings, you know, and I just like right before spring training ended, I was, I was stuck. I was stuck and I, I enjoyed uh, podcasting. So I was just like, I'm going to start my own podcast. So I decided to reach out to my buddy, see if he wanted to do it. Unfortunately, he wasn't available to do it. So I started reaching out to, you know, on Twitter, I started reaching out to people. And one of the first people I actually reached out to was, uh, our, actually, our only female who's on the podcast, Bailey, um, we were writing for a, another company and I didn't like it. So I left like immediately. I didn't even write a single blog for them. But uh, I reached out to her and I was like, hey, you're a Red Sox fan. Uh, I'm starting a podcast. I would love to have you come on because I didn't want to just be be male oriented, you know, like just a bunch of dudes, you know talking about baseball i wanted to reach reach out to the female audience as well you know so having another female on or having a female on was going to make that better or make that easier so we actually have had two female co-hosts one actually ended up going on to do another podcast and um yeah so during the season what we do is after every series we record an episode so if there's like a two game series, a three game series, even a four game series, we'll jump on after the last game typically and we'll start recording. Sometimes that goes, we start recording at midnight and we yeah. don't finish until almost two o'clock in the morning. And, you know, that sucked for me last year because I was up at 430 in the morning for my, <laughs> my actual job. And I'd go to work, you know, all sleepy eyed and everything. But luckily enough, my job was easy enough for me to be able to do it without there you sleep. Go. Maybe that's the reason why I got laid off. <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah, so that's that's the, the general purpose, obviously. Uh, again, why I've got Brad on tonight. We don't talk a lot of baseball. Um, I, and, and Brad, for, for those that don't know, last year, uh, for the year 2021, that was his, his first year, uh, his show's first year on our network. Uh, I'm not saying our network propelled them because they were a great show. They had great numbers, but they actually finished the, the year as the uh, as our uh, podcast of the year. So it, it's a great honor to, to have you on. I know you guys work really hard. Like you talk about, you know, it, it doesn't matter. You, you guys are staying up late. Um, 
you guys are you guys are definitely getting it in you guys are have you're building a great following you're having a, a great base you're starting to land some really really great guests we'll talk about um you know obviously the boston sports network are not network but the boston sports area i feel like it could be pretty watered down everybody's got a show but really to stand out to be successful you gotta you gotta be able to land those guests you gotta be able to have these people on there gonna make it really compelling or you've got to really land that audience. And I think you guys do a great job of doing that. Uh, you've shown tons of success. You guys continue to grow. Uh, you're one of our, our hottest shows as far as downloads, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's, so it's really cool to see. And, and I know you guys had, you, you kind of touched on it, uh, some ups and downs on different members. It, you know, you guys are, I mean, at, at some points you guys record with, you know, two, three, four people, you know, you guys have are pretty consistent, but uh, I know I, I don't want to, we're not, it's not a spoiler by any means. You guys already released the episode, but you want to touch real quick on your, your, your most recent episode. Uh, we were kind of talking off air. You really excited because it, you had a really great guest. How'd that work out for you? And who was it? So uh, last year uh, in December, actually in December of 2020, um, there was an announcement made that I, was it December? It could have been January. I believe she said January, but Let's just go with January. Uh, last year in January of 2021, uh, the Boston Red Sox made an announcement that they had hired the first African-American female for professional uh, baseball to be a coach, uh, Bianca Smith. And we actually, I, I just randomly decided, you know, I'm going to send this, I'm going to send her a message. What's the worst that can happen? She doesn't, you know, she doesn't answer or she says no, you know. So I reached out, I sent her a message and less than like 20 minutes later, she was like, yeah, absolutely. I, w- I would love to come on. And I-, I told her last night before we even started, I was like, this is probably the most like nervous I've ever been for, <laughs> for, for, for like a guest. Like we've had Steve Peralta on who was, yeah. who was big with the uh, Boston Red Sox. He did section 10. We've had Jen McCaffrey who writes for the athletic. We had Chris Cotillo. Um, who writes for Mass Live? We've had uh, Rob Bradford, who uh, does WEI, which is radio up in Boston, and he covers the Boston Red Sox as well. So, like with all the guests that we've had, I haven't ever been this nervous. And it wasn't it wasn't nervous because like of the person. It was just I didn't want to screw it up. You know, I didn't want to <laughs> ask something stupid. And and. One thing that I don't tell a lot of our guests, tell any of our guests, and I always think about, like, should I tell them before they come on, is we are actually sponsored by a cannabis uh, kitchen. And we, when Steve Perrault came on, he was he was thrown off by it. Like, there was nothing wrong with it. But he was just like, well, didn't expect that, you know, because that's our, that's our intro. We have that yeah. as our intros, like, you know, pot and food and stuff there so um yeah she, uh, most of our guests don't even mention it and i'm always like nervous like oh should i say something but last night was we've we've actually had a professional baseball player on and we had ryan lavarnway who was uh who was an ex-catcher for the boston red sox uh he actually played last year for the cleveland indians <clears throat> it, but uh yeah like i said last night i was just like I was shocked I, and she was just personable, you know, she was, yeah, it was like talking to a friend and it wasn't like, as soon as we started, it was just simple. 
That's that's awesome. You guys, like I said, ha- have had a great slate of guests as of recent. I know you ha- you're really excited to have her on. That's a, that's a, I haven't had a chance to listen to it, but I'm really looking forward to it. But uh, obviously, like I said, talking talking baseball um, for you right now with everything going on in the baseball. I, I know you're very you're the the reason I like talking to you is because you're you're very like me. You're very straightforward. You're not here to tell people what they want to hear. You're just going to tell them how it is. You know, you don't yeah. you don't care. So with the baseball lockout, I think you're very straightforward. And, and I don't think you have a lot of stock in baseball getting to where it needs to be anytime soon. Um, you know, and I'll say you're a commissioner because uh, you're, you're the bigger baseball fan than me. Not I, I think every, I, I was just say, I think everybody knows how, how big of a failure he, he is uh, compared to any uh, commissioner. But is, is there any feeling, is there anything that, I mean, Aside from spring training baseball, do you think that there is a real chance that March 31st, uh, that first pitch is thrown and the season actually opens up? It's kind of hard to, to like. I know there's still a lot of time. A lot of things can happen. But the way things are going. It depends because they're getting together on Saturday. And I take what Manfred says with a grain of salt. But there is uh, – there was there was something released earlier today saying that he's going to try and make it like a point to get past so get so that they can all agree on a CBA. Yeah. And I don't know, you can't believe that guy. It's kind of like every every commissioner talks out their ass pretty much. Yeah. And they work for the owners. They don't, you know, and unfortunately they don't think of the fans. They try to make it so like, hey, we're doing this. And then now that players have, you know, social media and, and things like that so that they can post what they, they're thinking. Like Max Scherzer Speak out, yeah. was speaking out. He's part of the oh, yeah. uh, the Players Association. You have Andrew Miller, who's also part of the Players Association. you got a lot of these players out there that are actually like, nah, this is not what's happening. Like they, I, I forgot who it was, but uh, there was a player the other day that was like, they could probably give us the exact same thing we had last time. And we'd we'd be playing baseball. So I I mean I don't think it's it's billionaires versus just millionaires and the 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 fans lose. Yeah. So and so what do you think? Like okay, they've been toying with the DH for a long time, and then he comes out and says, you know, he he wants to talk about or release a universal DH and stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I feel like and, and I also saw actually someone in the in the in our group group chat mentioned the other day that um, any vaccinated media members with boosters are going to be allowed in the clubhouses this year to, for interview purposes and stuff like that, which is great. And I feel like they're, they're releasing all this stuff. Like, yeah, you know, your media members are going to be in the clubhouse, you know, we're going to have a universal DH and stuff like that. I think they're kind of, it's almost like they're just trying to, 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 to kind of string you along because really more than likely outside of, you know, 1994, baseball is probably going to happen it, it depends but like you said these players now have a a, a platform to really right. come out and say either you're lying or this is not what it is so so it right. puts more heat on the commissioner which is great that that's exactly what it is but baseball's never been known for being very good at marketing their team so so is this a way of them to try to keep the the public's interest or the fans interest you know saying these things even though Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like you said, I kind of agree with you. I think the season, it'll probably happen. Uh, you know, usually when crunch time comes, you know, push comes to shove, things happen. But I mean, these are these are kind of things that it, it's kind of weird. The time, you know, like talking about a universal DH and stuff like that. Do you think the way things are? And, and we talk. I mean, we can talk. You know, football too. Football went to another another game in the season. So when it comes to records and different things, you go from the National League to the American League. Is the universal DH is that good for baseball? Yes and no. Um, I'm I'm actually all for it. I don't like seeing yeah. pitchers hit. And I understand yeah. where people come from and they say, like, it, 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 pitchers um, hitting, you get the double switch. Um, it, it's, it's time. Like, nobody wants to see Chris Sale hit. Nobody wants to see <laughs> Garrett Cole hit. Like, they're going to get on base. There's a good possibility, like, they're going to get hurt running the bases. Yeah. You know, you're paying these guys, you know, that t- that much money and whatnot, they're not really base runners. They're not hitters. They're gonna pull something. They're gonna hurt themselves. Hurt themselves. I mean, I'm for the DH, uh, the universal DH. It's something I, I've been pulling for uh, for a couple years. But um, back to the whole like the like the whole lockout and everything, and whether or not they're gonna have a season. The biggest thing that I I, I think about when it comes to the lockout is. Last year was probably one of the biggest seasons for Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. You had COVID, so in 2020, there was only, what, 62 games, 60 yeah. games, something like that. And I'm sorry, like, I didn't really like watching. I watched it, but I didn't like watching it with the the crowd noises, like, being, being brought in uh, by Pumped speakers in, yeah. and whatnot. That was ridiculous, and I mean the Boston Red Sox actually had the most fans in a regular season game in 2020. Uh, one guy climbed the Green Monster and got inside and started throwing hats on the field. It was crazy. <laughs> but um, last year I went to like 15 games, and I live I live almost two hours away from Boston, so really? it, was, it was just it was fun. It's something to do, and I went to my first post game season or season post game uh, game <laughs> post season game. Sorry, uh, I can speak, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I look at it this way: if there's no major league baseball, a lot of people are going to turn to minor league because they're not on. They're not locked out. Yeah, and and you know what? It's it's funny you kind of talk about that because. I alluded to being a Detroit Tigers fan and it's, uh, you know, you, you, and maybe, maybe your uh, opinion of Dave Dombrowski is different from mine, but Dave Dombrowski did the way I saw in Detroit is he, he's kind of like the, the LeBron of, uh, of, uh, of the major league. He will, he will throw everything at it for two or three years, spend every resource there is com- completely, you know, get rid of your farm system to win now and then leave you once you're close to winning now, or once you finally win, uh, go to the next franchise, do it while you're in shambles. So finally 
you know, Dabrowski went to Boston and, and you guys had some success. Obviously we had some success. We didn't win the world series being the tigers, but now I'm excited because we have a good farm system. We have some of the top prospects in baseball for the Detroit tigers. And it's exciting to see because they'll probably be getting called up, you know? And so where you're at, you're in a division that it's always, you know, you always talk about the Yankees. You always talk about the Red Sox. And it, and it does usually come down to that. I mean, there's been some success, but I feel like that division's been pretty well wide open. And I think you guys have had that leg up. So, like I said, Detroit's nowhere near that. But it's going to be exciting to watch these kind of younger kids play. So, what what was your thoughts? Did, did, did you like Dombrowski, what he did for you guys, and how he exited? You know, were you a fan of what he did? So – at first, uh, before I started the podcast, I, I hated Dombrowski. And it was basically because of what you said. Like, he comes in, he depletes the farm system, he spends all this money, he he gives, he gives writes the checks to give these freaking, these players, you know, or he gets the, the owners to write the checks for these players and whatnot. And it's like, do we need David Price? No. Do we need Chris Sale? I, I'm not saying no, but I mean, like, the amount of money that he's throwing at these guys. But you know Dave Dombrowski, this is the type of person he is, right? And not for nothing, what he did with the Red Sox, most of the players that he ended up trading in our farm, granted, uh, it made our farm system weaker, but they really didn't amount to a whole lot. Yeah. So it's not like he really depleted this. Uh, I mean, we we ended up getting uh, um, Jaron Duran. We got Tristan Cassis, who's like, I don't know if you've ever you've paid attention to any any like Red Sox news or whatever, but Tristan Cassis is literally like, oh my god, I can't wait until he comes up. He's gonna be <laughs> he's he's gonna mash. He's going to fucking crush the ball. I saw him play in double A and I swear there was this billboard that he hit the ball to. And I swear if it wasn't like one of those plastic ones that just like push, push the ball back, it would have went right through when it went to the highway. <laughs> I it, like, this guy's like six, 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 whatever, 265 pounds. Like he's a beast and he's going to mash at Fenway. But with the Dave Dombrowski situation after, you know, that's another thing with a podcast is like, I'm learning every, every day I learn with, with some of my co-hosts, you know, everybody knows about the Red Sox, yeah. you know, whether it be past, uh, present, or even the future. We have people that are very, uh, very, very well diverse with like the prospects end and they teach, they teach us all, you know, we all teach each oh, other yeah. on everything. And um, when I came in, we started talking about Dombrowski that like a lot of people were like, no, Dombrowski wasn't bad. He did this. He did that. And like I said, you think about it, who did we really lose? Yeah. So, I mean, he did exactly what he, what he was supposed to do. It's not his fault that the team that he put together didn't win multiple championships. You know, there were supposed a couple of those teams should have won uh, championships. I mean, 2019, they should have definitely at least, you know, gone a little bit further but um i mean he got fired he didn't he didn't leave he wouldn't have left oh yeah so i, I don't with think that being... what, i don't think that's what happened to detroit did he leave or did he get fired 
No, I think he uh, – well, actually, to tell you the truth, it's been – I feel like there's so much sugarcoating in sports and stuff like that, You, especially in baseball. It feels like uh, you don't hear of any big firings outside of, like, managers and stuff like that. GMs, yeah, I guess you do. I, I'm sorry. But I don't know. I, th- I think he, he moved on. I think it was over with. And that's and then Al Avila came in, and, yeah, I mean, we're kind of still up in there based off of that. But, uh, but uh, transitioning – I mean, continuing with baseball, but con- – Transitioning to the the arch nemesis, the New York Yankees. Uh, I saw an interesting tweet, and I know it came from you. Was the Yankees fans are just thinking that they're they're going to go after Freeman and Correa, and this is going to be the greatest thing in the world? And I'm I'm sure it came from you. I said, "Good luck, yeah, okay, yeah, sign them, but good luck signing your boy, uh, what you uh, uh, who, who's there right now? Yes, Aaron Judge. You know, like I feel like." Baseball fans are so out of their mind at some time. Yes, I mean you're talking baseball is is on another level when it comes to 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 wages and contracts and stuff like that. But you, you sign players like that, and then your local hometown—I wouldn't say local, but your hometown boys that you you've rooted for that you want to get extensions done down the road—you just you you push yourself out of that market. You can't afford it. So so I mean. When when you're looking at baseball in in numbers and in in teams shelling out money like we talked about Dombrowski a little bit, you know, do you, do you think a team like the Yankees, I mean I, I shouldn't say afford could could afford, but I mean, I mean for your sake, you know Correa, um, you know Freeman, I mean would you be like all right whatever let, let them sign them because all it's going to do is hurt them down the road. So right now they're stuck with a 324 million dollar contract with Garrett Cole. They've already yes. got one person with over a $300 million contract. Correa is looking at around 300, 300 plus. I don't know the exact amount, but 300 plus. So let's just say 320. All right. So now you're at 624, right? Freeman's going to want the bag too. So what you're going to yeah. pay three players, almost a billion dollars. And you still got Stanton. You don't think that Aaron judge is going to want some money too. You think he's going to just take a team friendly contract? No, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's gotta be some of these, if, if George was still around, if he was alive, you know, uh, I think maybe, okay, maybe, but his son, Hal doesn't, he doesn't write the checks like that anymore. They don't write checks like that. And I mean, paying a pitch of $324 million is a whole lot of money. And this is a guy that literally he gets on the mound Every five days, yes. Yeah, so you're not a day to yeah, a daily player, yeah. Right. So, and then, like I said, Correa, he's he's the best free agent on the market right now. Freeman's probably the most like wanted because it's Freeman, but this is going to be his last contract, so you know he's going to want the bag. And I just don't see the Yankees shelling out like nine hundred million dollars between three players. Yeah, right, rightfully so. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're talking about you know, especially when judges getting ready to come up for a contract. Well, exactly. That that's what made me laugh about it is because I was like, I know exactly who's tweeting this because I was laughing about. It. I said, but it's very true. Like, Yankees fans are so out of. The, or I shouldn't say Yankees. I'm sorry, because because I don't have a, a beef with you know any any fan base, but fans are just so out of their mind with certain situations that they don't think hypothetically, they don't think it's a bad thing 
Twitter is is like the worst thing for it because it's a it just, fucking cesspool, dude. Dude, it's it's so funny. Like you just look at it and and you know you can watch all my shows. I make a lot of mistakes, uh, and, and I'll own up to those, and, and that's fine. You know, I I never I, I never pretend to be a a professionalist on anything, any right. sport. And, and you even say, you know, you 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 talk specifically about the Boston Red Sox, but when your guests come on, you learn constantly from them, and you're very open to that. And and that's exactly how I take this because Zach and I have, have put this show together. Um, it, it started off kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, to, to put the light on, on shows on, in our network. And then Zach and I are just like, Hey, let's run with it, you know, and we can add shows here and there. So, so actually uh, of this year, you're the first, uh, first outside guest, I would say. So it's really cool to have that, that aspect, that, that uh, perspective, you know, talking baseball again, because again, if you ask Zach, the easiest thing to do in the world is hit a baseball. Really, <laughs> I have to get I, you guys together sometime. Ninety a ninety-five mile per hour fastball. I'd like to see him hit that. Honestly, uh, I actually want to uh, make a shout out. Um, Absolutely. So, when we started the podcast, we were just by ourselves doing nothing. We weren't working with a network or anything. And I started doing a live stream uh, on my YouTube, and one of your writers who also is uh, a contributor for, I believe it's MLB daily. Yep. Uh, LJ. Yep. LJ came on. He's a, he's a Red Sox fan. He came on, he, he shot the shit with me and whatnot. And then after we, we stopped, uh, we stopped recording. And whatnot, he, he told me about belly up and he was like, you know, I think you guys would be a great fit. This, that, the other thing. He's like, you should, you should check it out. And, I checked you guys out and I'm happy I did because like it, it, this is, it's literally like a family. Like granted, yeah. we don't all like talk separately, like chit chat and whatnot and separate chats and whatnot, but we all, you know, it's a family. We, we had like a Christmas party via zoom, you know, and I would have never, you know, being our first year here and just, just in general, our first year, um, we've had so much fun working with Belly Up and uh, everybody who's helped. So yeah, we've, I, we've thank you some, as well. No, absolutely. Like I, I was on uh, Andy Cyrus' show the other night, uh, the Sane Pod, and uh, last night, and I just love being able to network with you guys. Like, like I told him, like you know, you guys coming on our network just says that you believe in what we're doing. Blaine and I. So, so that's why I want to see you guys succeed. So at the end of each month, when I'm reaching out to you guys to say, Hey, here's, here's, you know, here's blah, blah, the rundown, you know, it makes me feel good, especially with you because you guys have been so successful and you continue to grow. You know, I mean, we, we've, we've dabbled in different sponsors. We've done different things and you guys continue to do well. And, and now with this, this whole network that we're releasing TV and, and radio, you know, there's a lot of different things that we're really, yeah, we're, we're maybe small ball, but you know, we're creating a lot of opportunity. That's what, that's, what's a lot of fun about it. I'll tell you what I was telling a friend of mine who, who you actually, I, I had talked to you and whatnot. And yeah. He, he told me that was actually the guy that I was talking about starting the podcast with. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, shout out to Brandon Brewer. Um, so I was talking to him and when I, I shot him a message, I was like, Hey man, you should come on. You should be a part of the, uh, because 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. On, on a previous podcast that I was a part of, we were a part of another network mm-hmm. and there was literally no help at all. You know, I'm not going to mention names, but there was <laughs> there was no help at all. There was literally you pay us. We do this and that's it. Like there was no like help behind the scenes or anything yeah. like that, you know, and. I got that podcast on there. I got Brandon's. I I told Brandon, I was like, Hey, you should come and join this, this network as well. And then a little while later, I think we were on for almost a year. Uh, Actually, we haven't even been on a year yet, but at, at the end of the year, like, I want to say it was probably November. I told him, uh, you should, you should reach out to Brandon, uh, or, um, Mike, sorry. And, um, he did. And, Right now, uh, he's running into a little trouble with his podcast, and uh, he's he's got like the producer skills and whatnot. So I told him, "Hey, man, if things end up going south or whatever, you're more than welcome to join us." Yeah, absolutely. I I had, a, I had a great conversation with him. He had some questions. Uh, very, very. I, I tell everybody very transparent with what we want to do, uh, how we want to do it. I, I told Andy last night, like you know, that we we do things a little unorthodox. Um, what we do is is we offer you a lot of different things. Um, you know, most people that start a podcast, if, if they want to be really successful, they have to pay for hosting. They have to pay for some kind of streaming service. They have right. to pay for, you know, and we try to kind of ball that all in one and give you like a giant savings, you know, and then also give you the backing of the social media and stuff. And and, and I had a great conversation with him. I know that he's probably got a lot going on. So uh, always, always welcome here. He can reach out at any time. But, but yeah, you've. Well, he's probably going to end up joining our show as a producer. And then. Oh, great. So we've go. had. Technically, we've had 102 episodes, but I consider one of them a bonus episode because okay. it was our it was our sponsor, uh, who's one of my friends. And because he knows how to use uh stream yard and whatnot, but I, I've been a part of every, every episode. Yes. All 102 episodes so far. And there's going to be a day where I'm just going to be like, guys, you got to record tonight without me. <laughs> you know, like I'm busy, you know, I might have a friend over. Might, might, might be doing something. Get, get busy. Watching a movie, Netflix and chill, <laughs> chill. something like that. <laughs> so, so with that being said, 102 episodes. Do you do you have one? I, I know we talked about your most recent. You had a great guest. Is there an episode that you just look back on and like, man, we killed it, or or maybe an episode that just did really well, and you're like, man, that that episode was great. I mean, do you know 
Like I feel like every time I get on the mic, Zach Zach grounds me. Uh, he keeps me in check. He 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 gets our producer together. We get everything. Like I said, he's off tonight. So so the opening of the show was a shit show. Um, you know. So so for those those listening podcast version, we do uh, we do record live. We're on YouTube, uh, Facebook, and Tiki. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. And uh, so so like I said, that that's where we talk. We we comment and stuff like that. And but uh, but is there an episode where for you guys that just really that hit and you're like, man, that was a great episode and you just feel great about, or was there, you know, just kind of, I mean, I'm sure everybody kind of has that one or there's a couple that you're just like, man, that kind of sucked. I mean, was there one that really sticks out that you're like, man, this episode was great. So I'm not going to go with the, with the low hanging fruit because last night was probably my favorite, you know, but outside of that (laughs) one, uh, I'd have to say, uh, we had a Yankees uh, podcaster on, and she's actually one of my favorite people to talk to, uh, especially when it comes to baseball. She has a podcast um, called Breaking Balls. And her name is Emily Nyman, and very, very knowledgeable with baseball. But we had a long conversation about one specific player. And I actually, this was probably like a couple months ago that we uh, we talked about this and or had her on. And I just got another notification today from somebody who was reading like through our tweets or something and they liked it. And I was just like, oh my God, I remember that conversation. We were talking about Tim LaCastro, uh, the Red Sox that just signed him right before um, before the lockout. Yeah, and we just had a we had like a twenty minute conversation about this one player, and he's just a minor league player, and he's not he's not fantastic or anything, but we just like seriously twenty minutes. It was just like Tim Lacasher, this, that, and the other thing, but um, that one was probably one of my favorites. Um, the one we actually just recorded one a couple weeks ago that was dog shit. Um, <laughs> we started we started talking about the Royal Rumble. <laughs> so like one of our co-hosts he he wasn't able to come on because he had parenting duties he had to do and uh shout out to ryan brady um so our other uh, co-host hagio he was on and we were talking about the 2004 uh world series and he wasn't he was like maybe four or five years old when that uh, when that happened so it didn't like it means a lot to him now, but when he was five, it didn't mean shit to him, you know. So like, so actually, wait, hold on, hold on. You say Hagio? Hogdale. H O. Okay, no, no. I was say because is I always read it and I'm like, this kid looks like he's like 12 years old on your show, and I just call him Hodge or Hog or something like that. He's he's literally like six four. No shit. He looks like a little kid. He does. I I keep telling him like grow a patch or something you know <laughs> um but him and i just got like we got so sidetracked because brady brady's super knowledgeable when it comes to like all the like the stuff in the past you know yeah you do have he, a gr- good flow with people he he's he's been watching baseball he's been watching the red Sox since he was a kid you know i actually you know fun facts i tell everybody this i grew up a yankees fan so really? yeah, so no I was shit. in foster. I was in foster care. So and the foster family I was with, they were Yankee say no Yankee more. Fans. That just you know what? Let's end the episode right there. That explains everything. <laughs> no, I <laughs> just joking. <laughs> but 
they were Giants, Knicks, uh, Rangers, no like everything. And I loved baseball. And every time I wanted to watch baseball, it was Yankees. That's all they watched. So really? I grew up, grew up a Yankees fan. My all-time favorite player is actually Don Mattingly. I get a lot of shit for that one. Really? But I don't, I don't give a fuck. I'm a baseball fan first, you know. Like I love the Boston Red Sox, and they're my team now, and they've been my team since before they won the World Series. Really? It was, I want to say, it was like '95, '96 when I changed uh, to be a Sox fan. But uh, I always have love for Don Mattingly. Really? So can I can I ask you something a little? And uh, you don't have to. Being with your fo- being foster family, I don't know how it works. So I'm not trying to say, but um, I'm, a, I'm an open book, man. So uh, is this like, do you still communicate with these people or is this like something long ship sailed? Um, so up until about July, I talked to them. <laughs> okay. uh, and, but- and it actually, it, it, I'll tell you exactly why it actually came down to a Red Sox game. Why I don't talk to them anymore. Um, so my old foster father, uh, my my younger brother, um, him and I have different fathers. We have the same mom. But um, he didn't really have a connection with our mom and whatnot. So he connected with them. And so they are his parents. You know, so okay. that's why I stay connected with them and whatnot. Yeah, and, then, no. and then in July, <coughs> rewind a little bit. So I started bringing my nephew to baseball games. Like I went to a Yankees game with him. We went to go see the Mets. Unfortunately, that got rained out both times we went. And uh, so my old foster father sends me a text message. He's like, oh, just one tickets on the Green Monster. Um, I'm going to send your brother and uh, and your nephew. I'm like, why the fuck would you tell me that? Like, seriously, (laughs) why would you you fucking tell me that? Like, (laughs) you're just being a dick. That's, That's exactly what you're doing. So I sent my brother a text message. I'm like, dude, let me bring him. Like, it's not going to mean that much to you. Like, okay, it'll mean something to you, like, bringing your son to a game. I get that. Whatever. But, uh, like, bringing him to his first game at Fenway Park, being on the monster. Like, I didn't give a yeah. shit that it was on the monster. I would have been out in the goddamn bleachers. Yeah. But uh, we just got into a huge argument. And he told me to lose his contact. So I, I lost really? every bit of his contact. It's like, I haven't talked to him since. They sent me a Christmas card. I ripped that motherfucker up and threw it in the trash. So, so not to, not to, uh, not to go too far off the rails because that's not what I expected, but that's why I love talking to you is so then really, okay. Growing up a Yankees fan, this is what I want to know. And I'm sure people ask you this. How did the switch happen? What, what was, what was it? Funniest thing. So, I saw Mike Greenwell hit a home run over the Green Monster. That was what changed my perception. I was no longer a Yankee fan. I was a Red Sox fan. The most I thought, powerful guy in the world. Exactly. <laughs> I thought he was the most powerful guy in the world. What a, you know, thinking about it now, he's literally like he's a fly ball to, to that the, porch. Uh, yeah, out there. I was gonna say like <laughs> to the warning track. It, it, it's typically Anywhere a fly ball, else. you know. But I saw him do that, and I literally I turned turned it. Uh, I was visiting my father uh, on a visitation, and I saw my grandma hit that home run, and I was just I instantly changed. And then no thankfully shit. I did because then I got to see people like I got to see Nomar, I got to see Pedro, um, the Tech Wakefield, you know all them people. And 
04 actually meant something to me, you know? No, I'm not Zach Ryan. <laughs> or Mike. Uh, I would say, yeah, between both of them, we got two two comments for those uh, the podcast listen on the podcast side. We're we're streaming live on YouTube right now. We got some comments coming in. Zach is not with me tonight. He is uh he is out uh, enjoying Tampa. So I got Brad Chandler here from Pesky Report. Um, really excited to have him on. We got Beth uh, jumping in the comments here saying, Zach, you look a lot like Mike. Mike, you look a lot uh, or a little like Brad because we're, we're flip-flopped here on the screen. And Ryan McCarthy, a uh, friend of the show all the time, he jumped on and said, uh, you're not Zach. So so definitely, <laughs> definitely uh, got some comments coming in here. Appreciate that. But uh, but that, that's awesome to hear your story and kind of how it works. Um you know, I know this is kind of a loaded question, and, and maybe maybe you you have somebody. Is there is there a a Red Sox that is your favorite all time? And maybe you've um, never even really kind of thought about it. It's hard because like every year there's new players, and then you know, like my very first game I ever went to was the day before the bombing. Oh, really? Yeah. So, and, and fun, uh, the fun thing about that was, is I actually got to go on the field and I met some of the players. I met Johnny Gomes. I met Ryan Dempster. And then the following, uh, I think it was later on in the season, I got to meet like a bunch of players too. I met Xander Bogarts. Um, I got to, I think in 2014, I got to meet, uh, I think it was 14, but I did meet Grady Sizemore. Um, but to say, like, my favorite Red Sox player, it's either going to be Pedro. You know, Tech, Veritech. Because, like, if I met Pedro, I'd probably shit my pants. <laughs> but I actually, I, I ended up meeting Tech, and I, I, I told this story last night to her, uh, to Bianca, and I told her, I was like, I was down on the field, I met, you know, Alex Carr, wicked cool dude, took a picture with him, met Steve Pierce, who was the 2018 World Series MVP. He was wicked cool, met a lot of the players. But, like, Veritech came over, and I'm seriously, like, trying to take a selfie, and I'm just shaking. <laughs> I was shaking so bad, I dropped my phone. And he literally, like, touched me on the shoulder. He was just like, just calm down. I'm not going anywhere. And I was like... I didn't really calm down. Like I, I, I literally was fangirling inside. You know, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, it's tech. Don't look like a tart. Oh, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, it's tech. And I took a picture, and then literally, like other players were coming over, and I was just my girlfriend at the time. I was just like, we gotta, we gotta go to our seats because I, I gotta go use the bathroom or something. <laughs> it was, it, it was probably the most starstruck I've ever been. And like, I've met, I met musicians before and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I I was shaking. That's how like excited I was. <laughs> so but, yeah, I, I, I say Veritech. That, that that that's good. I think he's he's definitely. I mean, he is like the epitome of Boston. He is what that organization is about. Uh, you know, he's he's gritty, and, and Pedro is too. You know, I mean, but you're talking like a, a guy that you know. You're talking like one of the old school catchers, a great guy. Uh, you never question him, but, uh, but yeah, I, I think that's, that's a great answer. Um, Veritex, <laughs> before Veritex, the only catcher to catch four, no headers. Yes. 
Absolutely. And a little, little tidbit there. But uh, so so with that being said, um, you know, big, big news for you guys, obviously, this year. Obviously, it, it, it happened a while. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. I'll go now, but uh, Poppy uh, making the the arm uh, the hall um, first ballot. You know a lot of a lot of different things. The What's first that? Ballot. Yes, first ballot. Um, uh, you know, in in the way things are, and which actually let me and and I don't want to I don't want to say his name and and allude to this, but you know, obviously with steroids and stuff like that, he's never come up on report. You know, different things. But then another thing that came out this year that I that I didn't mention is now. Baseball decided they're no longer going to test for steroids, you know, that kind of different that's, things. And that's, not the, that's not true. That's not true. Well, I'm saying, I, I don't know. Like I said, so, you're the baseball. So, so okay, so the steroid. <laughs> so they just announced that they're they're no longer testing for now. Okay, they have to come up with a with an agreement. So I mean, like, well, yeah, yeah, you're. They're definitely going to have to do the steroid check and whatnot because if not, then you're going to have people like. Robinson Open it Cano. up for the rest of them. Yeah, yep. Robinson Cano is going to have an, like a super elite season, even though he's been dog shit for the last like he's he's been out um, um out because of steroids. I was, I was just going to say I totally forgot about the guy. <laughs> I totally yeah, I I love how uh, Mets fans were like, oh, we need this for a second base. It's like, what are you going to do about Cano? Like you yeah, still you... have him. <laughs> People no range about him. because he's so swollen. But um, uh, anyway, so yes, go ahead. Yeah, no, they're. I'm, I'm confident. I'm, I'm 99.9% positive, unless, you know, Rob Manfred, who's probably the biggest idiot ever. Um, I'm pretty sure they're going to be testing still. So, so like I said, not, not to say Poppy's name and then talk, talk about that, that steroid error and just in general, but, but first ballot Hall of Famer, um, definitely deserves it. Um, were you shocked that he was a first ballot or was it just, no, I mean, I mean, you talk about somebody great for baseball, uh, a lot like Veritech. I mean, just, I mean, everything he did was for the city and, and you talk about the bombing and, and he was very uh, outspoken after that. And, and you got to love his speech after that and, and everything that happened, you know, you, you could not be happier for a guy to be a first ballot. I'm sure that was great for, for Boston fans, uh, sports fans in general, I mean, like I said, being a Tigers fan, how can you not root for the guy? Especially everything he's been through uh, since he's retired, you know. But uh, do you have any memories? Did you ever get to meet him? Did you ever get to see him play? I'm, I'm sure you saw him play. So I've never met him. 
I, he's another person. Like if I met, I'd probably just shit my pants because he's got that, that big personality. Um, but, uh, the very first time I saw Poppy, I, I saw Poppy hit a home run. Um, I literally just got to the park. They had already started playing. I think it was like the second or third inning. I'm walking up the ramp and I don't know about anybody else, but every time, like I've been to Fenway, like close to a hundred times. Right. And I get up the ramp and every time I go up that ramp, I get, I get goosebumps. You know, I don't get in any other park, just Fenway. And as I'm walking up the ramp, I got goosebumps and Poppy's up to hit. And I don't even turn around to like start going to my seat. I just pay attention out of the park. Popped one out. I don't remember what I think it was. It was in 2015. Yeah, 2015. Really? It was September of 2015. I want to say. So, but so yeah, that, a, that that was cool. So, so you've you've obviously uh, for those people tuning in right now, like I said, uh, we're we're live on uh, YouTube, on Twitter, and we're on uh, Tiki live which is actually belly up tv new um uh brad here from pesky report uh really excited to have him on talk to him about baseball in general zach's not the biggest baseball guy so having having a guy in here uh talk a little baseball uh red Sox guy uh it's kind of cool hearing his upbringing different things uh for those of you that haven't heard he he was he, he grew up a yankees fan I, yes, I did say that, but now he is a Boston guy. He gave us the reason why. So if you want to hear that, listen to the podcast. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but uh, before we get uh, out of baseball here, um, you know, there's there's different things, different sports. Obviously, again, I keep saying this: you're the baseball guy, uh, and I'm not saying like you're the the belly of baseball guy, but but you're you're very you're very well knowledge. Uh, is there is there one player in the league, whether it is a Boston player or just somebody in the league bearing any lockout that you're most excited to watch play this year? All of them. <laughs> yeah, just in general because of where we're at. <laughs> yeah, just because of where we're at. I, I, I'm, I'm really excited for the Mets uh, because they have two of the best pitchers. You've got Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer. Um. Even though he's a Yankee, uh, I I do like Luke Voigt. Um, I like seeing him crush, unless it's against the Red Sox. Um, but uh, Correa, I kind of don't see him going anywhere. I think he's going to stay with Houston. Really? Um, a little, uh, I'm a little heartbroken that uh, Eddie went to Detroit. Um, I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, he's in good hands. Um, Baez knew, uh, in Detroit was, uh, was pretty, f- I didn't expect that. I thought that they were going to go for Correa, maybe Correa, was I did too. I too especially with, with Hanch being there, but hey. there's still rumors that he could go to Detroit. I, I don't know how that works, especially after signing Baez for that much. Yeah. I don't know. I just, it, it'll be interesting. I, I'm excited. Like I said, they're, they're young. They've got some superstars. I mean, I, I shouldn't say the most, young. The, I mean, you still got Miggy. So <laughs> the most exciting uh, player at baseball. And I actually made a tweet uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, was It was probably last week, actually um, cursing out Stephen A. Smith. 
uh, he made a resp- he made a comment about how Shohei Otani cannot be the face of baseball. But here we are, MLB the Show 2022. Yep, I, I He's on it. the cover. But in okay. fairness, MLB the Show decided to, like they had it lined up. They had it had the ball set on the tee for them. All they had to do was just lose the W. Because Shohei Otani, MLB the Show. So they, they could have done that way. <laughs> but anyways, before we get out of here, um, we got a few minutes left. I'm gonna transition to a different sport. Uh, I know you're you're, you're pretty well versed. Maybe uh, not too. I mean, you, you keep up t- to date with sports. Um, we talk about All Star games. We talk about NHL play or not playoffs. NHL All Star. Um, obviously, the MLB All Star. We talk about the uh, <laughs> the Pro Bowl. Did you what? happen to tune into the Pro Bowl? I watched four minutes of it. I watched because my brother and I, we, my brother actually wants to try and get into podcasting. So I have another show. It was called the Brad Chandler Show. We changed it to the Chandler Show because it's my brother and I now. And my brother's the football guy. That's basically all he knows. <laughs> he thinks he knows baseball, but he doesn't know anything outside of New York. If it's not the Yankees, they don't exist. <laughs> and the Red Sox just suck. Like you can't give credit where credit is due, right? Um, so I start. I, I started watching football a little more. I probably watched four or five games this year. That's four or five games more than I usually. Too many. Watch. <laughs> but no, I, I watched the Super Bowl. You know, like the the playoffs are cool. I'm gonna say what was it? The uh, who the Bills was it? The Bills? No, it was the Chiefs game. Chiefs Bills. I don't know. Chief, I mean, Chiefs yeah, Bengals. Chiefs, Chiefs, Bills, Chiefs, Chiefs and Bills. What, that was like the best game of the season, right? Yeah, it came down to yeah overtime. Yeah, absolutely. Everything came down to like four seconds. The playoffs this year have been good, but yeah, it's crazy. And and back to when you were saying something about like an extra game in football. I, I don't like it. Like the Super Bowl <laughs> would normally be like this weekend, uh, this past weekend, you know. But um. Yeah, I watched like four minutes of the freaking Pro Bowl, and I saw that they were playing two-hand touch, and I literally changed the channel to watch curling. There you have it, folks, right there. The the, the baseball man even tried to tune in to the NFL and just said, hey, you know what? I'm going to tell you. Go to the curling. I don't know. Have you have you watched some of the Olympics? Uh, yeah, I've tuned Actually, to tell you the truth, it's been – kind of gruesome on a, on a, a lot of forefronts. There's been a lot of injuries this year and everything that's going on. Like I've seen, I've seen like the slum. I don't even know if it was like the, the super pipe or something or whatever it was, it was like pretty much in like a nuclear waste zone. Like they just put straight, like the, the slalom in the middle of like nowhere. So, but I've seen a little bit of it. I haven't tuned into a whole lot of it, but it's I'll been t- uh, pretty crazy. Tell you what. So my brother, my brother started snowboarding his, his fiance, uh, skis and I was telling him uh, before we recorded our last episode I was like bro I don't know how they do these moguls like if they literally are getting ready to like get my back hurts watching it <laughs> I but, just um, get not, not even so I was talking about curling I'll tell you what dude 10 years ago you would have put curling on I would have I would have walked out you know I put curling on and I was just way too lazy to change the channel it's I like got relaxed and watching these I dudes got like invested. I was watching yeah. I was like, oh, it's like chess, man. <laughs> and then the other thing is like, 
I'm gonna gonna go a complete opposite way here. I was watching some of these figure skating stuff. This kid Nathan Chen. Holy crap, dude! Some of the 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 the, the spins and all the like their landings and what it's it's incredible. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna watch it outside of the Olympics, you know, but. But I just won the Pro Bowls on, so why not? Oh no, the Pro Bowl was just terrible. Honestly, like I think the best part of it was when what is it called? Uh, uh, Mac Jones did the uh, that little dance. Oh yes, yes, the gritty. Yeah, he did. The, I was swearing <laughs> at it. Every, everybody was talking on, on Boston Sports Radio uh, this past week. That's all they were talking about was Mac Jones looked like he was having fun, and he did. He did. He looked absolutely. like he was having fun. talking about a rookie. Making the case uh, to replace Tom Brady, so absolutely, you guys know that that's close to your guys' heart. But uh, uh, b- before we get out of here, I appreciate you, uh, Brad Chandler. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you, where they can find your show. Um, you know what you guys got going on, and then we'll head out of here. So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, uh, BRS Baseball eighty three. Um, I'd say you can find me on Facebook, but I'm always banned on there uh, because. <laughs> Because I get into I get into arguments with Red Sox, not even Red Sox fans, just fans in general. Um, but uh, you can find us at this show. You can find us on all platforms: uh, Twitter, Instagram, on Facebook as well. I don't run the Facebook page. Um, it's Pesky Report. And uh, yeah, once the season starts, uh, we're gonna start grinding. We'll start recording after every series. I'm like super excited for the season to start because we've got we've got six people uh, that record. Um, we've got Bailey, Ed, uh, we've got Hogdale, we have Brady, we have a couple guys that back up just in case, and then uh, we're possibly going to be looking at bringing on some more people. And uh, it's it's I I hope we get a season uh, Saturday. We should find out hopefully, maybe. Possibly, <laughs> but uh, anyways, a great guest. I appreciate you jumping on. I was glad to to when I reached out to you. You're like, yeah, well, you know, absolutely, let's do this. And, and you know, I didn't really have a topic list for you, but I knew uh, baseball was uh, in your wheelhouse, so so we made it happen. Uh, really excited to have you on, and, and looking forward to you guys' growth again this year. Yeah, hey man, the first thing you asked me you were like, "Are you still getting up early?" Uh, I, I still get up at four thirty in the morning for my new job. I get to actually sleep in a little bit. I, I start at seven. I can't get out of the habit, man. I've been doing it for six years. Nothing's wrong so. with it. So, but anyways, man, I appreciate it. Check those guys out. Uh, Pesky report. Very, very uh, up and coming. Popular show. Great show on our network. I appreciate you, uh, Brad jumping on and we will guy, we will see you next week. Uh, Zach Mack should be back. Hopefully who knows? Otherwise maybe we'll have another appearance from Brad. I just uh, I just want to say one thing. Can we start start like a GoFundMe to get you like a ring light? Yeah, shut up. Let's get out of here. Everyone, <laughs> everyone shits on me. See ya. <laughs>
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.